You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day. I just want to stop and have everyone, if you're in a safe space and you can stop, just stop and take a deep breath. Just want to center us. Breathing in, filling up your diaphragm, filling up your chest, holding it, and then just breathe out. Just release the tension, any stress your body might be holding, any negative emotion, energies, just release it. One more deep breath. Good, and just release it. Yes, I just want to just say thank you to all. Everyone out there who's listening to the emails that you send me, the love that you send me, I really appreciate uh, all of the messages and uh, just knowing that you're out there listening, that you like the, the programming that I present, the information that I present, because really at the end of the day, I'm doing this so that we can all be uplifted in love, so that we can all be on the same uh, trajectory and change mm-hmm. and transformation. And so I just, um, I'm excited. I know I've talked about the um, the uh, credential that I received in RTT therapy. And I have to say, it has been transformational. I have been doing it with new clients and with uh, current clients and the, the uh, power of the subconscious mind to really begin to change our beliefs is just so... Um, exciting. And I love it. Um, I'm also excited to um, to pronounce that I have written my first book on Amazon. I've self-published it. It's called Mindset Hacks. And I'm just proud of myself because it's something that I've been wanting to do. Just a very simple go-to of things that you can do to improve your mental health, improve your emotions, and really improve your love for yourself. And so that's been a goal of mine, and I'm excited. And so, you know, we're all on a journey. We're all progressing and changing and transforming, and I'm along my journey too. And so I'm always wanting to bring you good information that support your mental and emotional health. And so I'm excited go to my website, check it out, healthyminds.expert. You can find information there uh, about my coaching, about my therapy services, about the RTT, about my new book, about the articles that I've written. All of my uh, podcasts are there. Uh, Some of the resources um, and apparel that I offer, it's all there. So go to it, healthyminds.expert. 
And so without further ado, I'm so excited to have back for the third time, I believe, uh, Dr. Elspeth Moit and Freddie Weaver. And I have to say, every time I have them, they're a couple, and but they also practice together. Every time I have them back, it just reminds me how important our connection is to each other in creating the love that we all need, that we all desire, that we all um, can participate in. And so I'm just excited to have them back again for part three. Go back, listen to our prior um, podcast that we did together because every one really builds upon the other. The first one, uh, Dr. Moore talked about uh, breathing techniques. On part two, uh, Dr. Elsbeth and Freddie demonstrated a partner uh, uh, technique of breathing and really connecting with the heart. And so for part three, I'm excited about what we're going to learn in, in this podcast. And so uh, Dr. Moyt and uh, Mr. Weaver are a longtime couple in life and work, but they come from dramatically different backgrounds. She, a German immigrant to the U.S., who was a top management consultant for many years, and in her adult years, consciously moving away from a sexually repressive childhood. And he, Mr. Freddie Weaver, an African-American man, son of a highly regarded psychiatrist and pioneer um, of creative self-discovery, who, gave, uh, who grew up in San Francisco, right? The nexus of the sexual revolution. And when they met after connecting on a tantric dating website, right, did indeed seem destined, right? So the East Indian teachings of the tantra, most often associated with sexual pleasure, are more completely about mastering one's energy for full embodiment of life. And so the couple realized that they could help others to find a tantric path to joy through workshops, coaching, speaking engagements, and other programs. And so I want you to really go to their website, tantranova.com, and check it out. But without further ado, welcome back, uh, Dr. Elsbeth. Welcome back, Freddie. I, I just love to see you all together because you're such a phenomenal duo. Uh, welcome back. Good to have us back. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much Good for your graciousness. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit before we aired about, you know, some of the couples that I've been working with and how we really want to come back to the creative love and being in the present moment. Because all too often, the couples are pointing fingers at who's to blame for past hurts, whether that's past hurt of infidelity, past hurt of you know dishonesty. And sometimes it's hard for them to move forward or be in that present love moment because of those past hurts. So maybe talk to us a little bit about how do we move forward from that into mm. kind of healing. Wow. Yeah, this is a universal issue for us all, you know, how we live from the past and have this idea about what we want to create, but we keep looking at the past or we're externally referenced to be, I'd feel great if the weather was different, you know. Uh, and so the practices that we've been teaching for the last 21 years at our institute here in Chicago are really learning a meditation that involves sexual practices. And you know, forever people have been, you know, 
praying during sex, you know, at the orgasmic moment. Oh, God. <laughs> and now what we're talking about is sexual yes. meditation. And the big difference between prayer and meditation is prayer is speaking to God. And meditation is listening to God. So once we start listening internally, we can start to move towards what we most deeply desire, which in with a couple seeing you or us is wanting to be connected again. Yes, indeed. So that is really, it feels like a perennial, um, you know, concern that you brought up this blaming each other for things not being the way we feel they should be or we wish they should be. And seeing the cause for the dissatisfaction or lack of fulfillment outside. Now, this is really a lost situation because no, the way I feel has very little to do with the outside. Now, I'm not saying that a partner can do something that I may not like, that is not coherent with my values, you know. The way I feel about it is up to me, not his actions, but the way I feel about it is up to me. So if there was a breach, you know, of trust, if there was infidelity, if there was lying uh, or not telling the full truth, you know, omission, um, which happens in every relationship, you know, because to reveal ourselves honestly, openly is very unmasking, you know, and <laughs> we are concerned if I reveal it, I won't get what I want. If I really said what I want, the other wouldn't agree with that. So I just have to do it. I just have to do it, you know, secretively. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so then, um, so the work really starts internally first to look at what's the disappointment, what was hit in me by the other's actions. It could also be the other way around. I may be the, uh, um, the one who <coughs> trespassed, who didn't tell the truth. You know, how can I make peace <coughs> instead of living in guilt, living in freedom? And that, and what can I learn from what I did so that I can become the person that I want to be in love, in honesty, in partnership? So you wanted to say something? Yeah, I wanted to say that, you know, these practices are about learning how to be the observer or our own witness energetically, emotionally, experientially of how these things live for us and keep us stuck in a place. You know, because it's very it's it's, in, it's important for us to get actionable insights through language and understanding. Yet it's one thing to have a vision of I want to love him or love her, but I just can't get over the fact that they, you know, lied about this or about that. And so how that stuff lives for us energetically is where the work is. And so in the practices that we teach, and I mentioned earlier about meditation, how we begin to develop, develop what this, what we call the witness state of mind, where we're actually watching not just the story and the thoughts that come up, but the energetic shifts also that happen. And that's where we can start to move towards with grace, ease, and flow. Once we start to see that and get a little distance from that stuff, we can start to what we call flatten it and then move with ease, grace, and flow towards what we most deeply desire. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's an ongoing practice, and it can be learned by anyone who's willing. Mm 
Yeah. What perhaps, does it look like? Go ahead. What yeah, does it look great, like? Great. Great. That mm -hmm. is, I just thought perhaps we can bring even, yeah. uh, you know, an example from our own relationship. Yeah. You know, because we are a couple just like any other couple. Yeah. We have the same challenges, you and, know. And we that's... live and work together the last 21 years. So that's really 42 years if you live and working together. So. <laughs> right. That's a challenge. Yeah. So so this um, you know, the the hurt when there was a time a number of years ago now when Freddie wanted to experience also other women sexually. And um, so that that was like a, a time for me, and and some of it was you know disclosed very openly by him, and other things were not so disclosed. But you know, in the end, it always comes out. And um, so, in the situation, what I started looking at was like, who am I in the middle? that this could happen. Not that I'm responsible for his actions. However, I'm a participating partner in this relationship. So what was it that I didn't see that he couldn't speak the full truth? You know, who was I over there? Was he afraid of me? <coughs> was, um, you know, was perhaps I was not the same. Excuse me. Perhaps I was not the space for inviting honesty. Perhaps I didn't want to know. You know, underneath, yeah. perhaps I absolutely. Just, it's always know? a a a relational thing that can either foster or hinder that. Got relationships go through a variety of you know expression. Yes, and changes. So, so it was really good for me to look not just being angry at him and disappointed. But really also looking at what was there for me, not as a fault question, no, as a question to see what I didn't see. So what is there for me to see? Because that creates curiosity and openness, because perhaps I was too busy with Tantra Nova, growing the business. You know, I didn't pay attention to the relationship enough or to him um, so yeah, I think that's important to note, too, that there are a lot of guys in, in a relationship, male or female, it could be either way, where one or the other is not that interested in the sex anymore. Because it starts out, you know, you know, first love, first three years, it's like you're just all over each other. And then it shifts. And if you're going to be together for a lifetime or for a long period of time, it's never like it was. It's never like it's going to be. It's like it is. And for us to be with what is, we miss because we are so in our intellectual, analytical story making about everything and from the past and the future and the moment that we miss it. So I think at that time that Elspeth's mentioning was a time when she was, as she said, really involved in the work and not interested at all in the sexual. And I was very. So that's where she was able to see, uh, well, you know, uh, there's so much more than just what you want to experience. And I wanted she wanted to be clear that we still had, you know, the commitments in in a lot of the areas of the relationship, which we did and we do. Uh, and that's where we're able to really discern from a lot of the, the the misconceptions that, oh, because he or she wants something in one area of the relationship different than it was, then the whole thing is to be thrown out. And that's where we lose often an opportunity to really get past ourselves and allow the other in relationship to be totally who they are. 
Yes. And that's a real opportunity in this life. I so, in order, you know, to be with the other as the other is, that doesn't mean that we don't have agreements and values, you know, that we share. And I think these values and then agreements have to be looked at every so often. You know, it's not just like until death do us part. That is such a huge commitment. Yeah. But what are the sub-commitments? What are the sub-agreements to make that actually happen? Yeah. And so now for us coaching couples and working with couples who come with concerns where there is stuff not resolved from their past, be it a betrayal or be it, you know, it could be even like he never pays attention to me. And that has been going on for a long time. Seems like other things are more important to him would be the other way around. So the gravity of the situation may be different, but the level of hurt is very individual. We cannot say that, you know, this was not such a, a deep impact moment, so you shouldn't hurt so much. No, if someone hurts, they hurt. And often the intensity of the hurt is not because of what happened at this moment in this time. It's It comes from perhaps when I was five years old, you know, and my dad didn't play with me while he played with me every day. And I thought, what's wrong now? What, you know, not feeling loved anymore. It We hearken back unconsciously to these earlier times, because that is how the nervous system remembers. And when there is something happening in the relationship now, that will remind us, it will remind the nervous system of something that we experienced 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. And the intensity of the feeling doesn't diminish unless we learn to flatten, flatten it and release it. And that is where one's own work comes in. So for in our relationship, we are very much, you know, about that when there are differences, when some, one of us feels disappointed or not heard or not felt being spoken the truth to, to yes, speak up and then look at what is the request behind it instead of going into blame, which is really attacking the other, that you are the cause of my disappointment, of my feelings. So I can, okay, what is it that I want so that I can speak up, use my throat and speak up what it is that I want and set clear standards and also, you know, recommit ourselves that we both are on the same wavelength. Because sometimes couples, it's like one already is halfway out. The commitment is not so clear anymore. And then there are other couples. They are, yes, I want to commit, I want to recommit to this. And from that place, each of them needs to do their work and then have agreements that no blaming, no looking for reasons outside, outside uh, for the way I feel, 
yet speaking up in terms of what I want and what I don't want. Yeah, and it's not something we learned as children, as else, you know, you we all know we learned so much from the past. Yet, you know, all of these things are easy enough to understand intellectually. Yet, how do we do them? <laughs> you know, and that's the thing is how this stuff lives for us in a frequency and energetically and emotionally. And that's where these practices that we teach can be so valuable for people who are really looking to get past the intellectual, past the understanding of something and get to the root of shifting it. And that's where this work becomes really valuable as a somatic experience. Because, you know, there's a lot of approaches to getting to something and seeing something, yet none that I know of learn or teach how to work with our sexual energy to shift something. And what's unique about that is whether you're doing consciousness work or not, when we're in that energy, we're more open, loving, vulnerable, receptive, chemically we're changed, endorphins, more serotonin, oxytocin, the feel-good hormones. Now with the distinctions that you learn in our workshops in terms of energetic awareness and how that shows up, uh, our breath awareness and intention, like I want to get past this anger towards my wife about blah, 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 we can start to unmask a lot of the story making and a lot of the stuff that we don't see that's running in the background to then again, cry about it, anger about it, disappoint about it, what emote about it, to then flatten and to then move towards what we are saying we want to create. Because the thing that connects us to this elegant design of the universe that goes on forever is our imagination, our capacity to see and imagine something that's never been before in our life. Yet we're all this clay that like we remember from the past, you know, and we live it into the now and into the future and it runs in the background. So how do we get past that? And so that sexual piece is really the ultimate somatic flattening, I call it, of a lot of the unconscious stuff that keeps us stuck in a place. Yeah. So the sexual really connected with the emotional and the mental and the spiritual, you know, it's it's really all about coming into integration and perhaps the question for some listeners maybe now, you know, how do you get from the blame to using our sexual life force energy to heal and to clear? What about if you speak a little bit to that? Absolutely. And, and perhaps give us a practice, a technique that we can apply to begin to shift our energy and choose love. Choosing over, over the resentment, up. over the blaming, over the anger, yes. over the hurt. Yes. yes. And that's really the choice. That's the, really the word is choosing our life and, and owning our upsets. <laughs> go ahead. So, so let's go towards a practice then. It's a simple practice, yet profound, because it, that's really the starting point for becoming more connected and more aware of ourselves in our body, in our heart, in our mind. Um, and it is also the basis then for both becoming aware of our, you know, energy that runs through us in a subtle state all the time. It's our life force energy from the base to, of the spine to the top of the head and back down again with each inhalation and with each exhalation. And that we want to cultivate so that we then can learn to draw on our sexual aroused energy that is so healing, that is so powerful, that is so alive, you know, and of course, pleasurable and creative. I mean, we make babies with it. Yeah. So how can we employ 
you know, use that energy for well-being in the physical body, in the emotional body, the mental and spiritual body. Do you want to do the practice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do the practice. I wanted to say that in the workshops, we teach a new way of working with sexual energy because we think of it as something we do always with ourselves or we're just masturbating. But there's a self-love meditation practice, and then there's a mutual love meditation practice that we teach. Uh, and there is a construct in terms of roles assigned in it. But anyway, so this is the first piece, and this is the witness piece, and it seems so Simple, yet it's it's profound. Okay, so seated comfortably for your guests, for yourself. Dr. Erica, my beloved Elspeth, and me, Freddie Santal. So seated, eyes could be open, closed, or soft focus, where you're just like with a slit of the eyes, seeing but not paying a lot of attention or giving a lot of energy to anything that shows up in front of your eyes. Focus on your breath. Scan your body, any holding or tension, acknowledge that, let it be, let it go. Feel your sit bones on the chair. The earth supporting the floor, the floor supporting you. For now, just breathe and enjoy this moment. Following your breath into your nose, down your trachea, lungs extending into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Maybe put a hand on your belly to really feel your belly expand as you inhale. Make that conscious effort to expand the belly as you inhale. And as you exhale, feel your belly flatten towards your spine, through your nose, in your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Letting your thoughts come, letting your thoughts go. Continue to breathe in that manner. Following your breath into your nose. Trachea, lungs extending down into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Really feel that extension following your breath back up and out through your nose and your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Stay with that breathing. I'll keep talking. You are your own witness to any thoughts, conversations, interpretations, or meaning. Letting it all be now. For now, just breathing and being and watching. Rise of your belly in your inhalation. Flattening of your belly on your exhalation through your nose in your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Letting your thoughts come. Letting your thoughts go. And while you're breathing in and out, enjoying this moment, being with your breath that keeps you alive at all times without your doing. Notice how you're feeling in your body now. Notice any sensations in your body or the absence of sensations. Just noticing nothing to be done. And notice your emotional state now, the state of your emotions. Just notice. And notice your state of mind, your state of thought.
And then slowly come back by opening your eyes. Dr. Erica, if you could be so kind to share a little bit how you're feeling right now and how that practice was for you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just feel so much at peace. Um, just my whole body felt relaxed. And I just, um, in my mind, just pictured just the beautiful love light um, coming down on me and just feeling thankful for this sense of peace uh, in my body. Beautiful. And that was a short meditation practice and you drop totally in it and probably many of you listening the same happened for you this is really the power of the practice with total focus on the breath because that focuses the mind and the breath because it brings more oxygen into the body and when we extend the belly the parasympathetic nervous system gets activated and along with that, the feel-good hormones. And so it shifts, we shift into a state of peace or at least less chatter, less anxiousness. So that's the beginning, really, for dropping out of the anger. Now, we are not saying to subdue the anger as if, if there was nothing, had nothing happened. No, we want to shift out of anger so that we can speak our concerns with dignity, with respect from the heart and not from our angry power center, you know, in the solar plexus or from our analyzing uh, that the mind always does and always finds fault in the outside. Yeah. And this thing is moment by moment. Go ahead, Dr. Erica. I just said um, we've got about a minute <laughs> left, and I just want uh, you to let the listeners know. You know, I know you have an upcoming event, and I would like you to share that before we end. Thank you so Thank much. You. Wow. The time just went like this. I know, I know. Ooh. So, yes, uh, you can learn more. You who is listening can learn more about our work and how you can further drop into your heart and to your belly uh, and recalibrate at Tantra Nova at tantranova.com. T-A-N-T-R-A-N-O-V-A dot com. Tantra Nova like supernova. Um, and on that side, there's a program page. You just go to programs and there are all our workshops, private programs as well for the couples, for individuals. We have it all. And we want to let you know that we have a couples retreat coming up in Costa Rica in February 2023. And it's filling up. So if you would like for a whole week, be an environment that is luscious, that is like paradise in the middle of the winter, <laughs> sunny, beautiful, and being, you know, so enthralled into that intimacy education where sensuality, creativity, pleasure can show up within and with your beloved. And in the process, you will have opportunity to clear further out what may be in the way. So that's in February 2023. 
and we look forward to hearing from you. If you like to have a one-on-one -on -one consultation, complimentary con uh, consultation that is available, when you go to the program page and to a particular workshop, you just click there to schedule it. I just want to say thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Elizabeth Moit and Mr. Freddie Zental-Weaver, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks, listening Bob. to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.